fired up. The snap, the put down, the swing of the leg. It is on its way. It is good! Cincinnati wins the American Championship! Here comes Bosa. Here comes the quarterback, Burrow. Looking for a block, and he got it up on the front by Hopkins into the end zone. Touchdown! What a skip! As there's a drive and a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. And so that'll make it a 4-0 ballgame. Welcome back! It is another episode of Pardon the Punctuation. As always, I am Aaron Smith. We are brought to you along with Jeff Howell. And COVID. What's going on? Hi, COVID. What's going on, guys? Glad to see you're feeling better, buddy. I mean, I got one more day of this quarantine stuff, and then I'm, and then I'm out of here. I'm busting out. You're busting out? I'm you busting you're gonna out. Walk up your basement steps? He's still going to be tired and going to want to nap, like, every day. I'm going to be tired. Is it tired. getting old having your wife have to, like, lower food down to you? <laughs> lower food down to me? I mean, she brings it down and puts it on a TV tray, and then I, you know pick it up but is, is, she wearing, kiss? is she wearing one of those like uh cool like bio suits like she's in uh monsters inc no, or et shouldn't have made her do that but no no all right huh i just lost you guys could have would have oh there you are what how long did you not have taste uh started probably last thursday um uh, couldn't smell what I was producing. And so I figured I was over. Um, and then I could taste like, <laughs> it was really weird. Cause like some things I could taste, like, like I had these vitamins, like these, um, supplemental vitamins. <laughs> no, those are not FDA approved. Um, I had these, um, <laughs> yeah. This is a banger already. Here we go. I had um, some like emergencies that uh, okay. like the vitamin C stuff and those I could taste like on the side of my tongue. No problem. And I was eating a lot of pineapple and I could taste that on, on the side of my tongue. But like the rest of the stuff like I had a Mountain Dew couldn't taste it. It was gone. Just oh, that's stop a shame. Drinking Mountain Dew. You shouldn't oh, drink Mountain Dew anyway. I can drink, drink this lemonade. It's delicious. Huh. All right. Well, we're glad that you're feeling better, Ed. Hey, thanks. Hey, you guys held it down pretty well last week with Taryn. Yeah, but we still missed the number one producer, Cincinnati. I mean, you guys started so late, <clears throat> but you were there. We Taren, a little bit. We started a little bit late tonight too. Taryn was having some some things happening with his with his. He had and never we, been on Streamyard before. He oh, was yeah, trying we, to. We got him in. We got him in. Get, set up. Get the right allowances for the the mic and the camera and all that stuff. That makes sense. Come on, man. Actually, it was really weird because I thought you guys had just decided not to do a show. So I hopped onto YouTube. I was like, oh, I'm going to go watch an old show. Pop it up on the big old TV here. And then I was like, when the hell did they do a show with Taryn Bland and I was not there? Like, and when were they going to tell me this? And then I realized it was live. <laughs> I have no words. It was so mad. I just have no words for Steve Austin. Oh, I was mad. Yeah, because I wanted to talk to him about wrestling. He said he'd hop back on anytime, man. I mean, yep. we 
We literally booked him like 20 minutes before the show. <laughs> yeah. It was almost going to have to be another Chad saves the pod, but instead, Taryn saved the pod. Taryn did save the pod. I did see Chad did hop on, though, for a little bit. Uh, he yeah. was in the comments. Yeah, in the comments, yep. yeah. All right. So, like like Jeff said, glad glad you're uh, you're feeling a little bit better. Thank you. Tip Thank top you. shape. So, you live to COVID. fight another day. Co yeah, that's right. I fought COVID. And Way then there's then there's these reds. What are we What are we doing here? Well, last uh, week mean, at the beginning of the week, when when I first got COVID and I was just watching the Reds on TV, it was a great week. Uh, but maybe you should Sunday. catch COVID worse again. Ooh, not gonna take that one for the team. Um, <laughs> lost a lot of vacation days. Um, so, you know, maybe we could just start playing the Cubs and the Pirates again. I mean, I well, think that's that's coming up. It is coming up. I'm really upset we lost to the Guardians. Unfortunately, right now the Brewers get to play the Cubs and the you know have their nice easy schedule for a little bit longer, while we have to play you know a pretty good Braves team as of late, I guess, and then a really hot Philly team. So I I feel like the Reds just all like, on the road, all on the road. But like I really have a good feeling like if the Reds can maintain this like six seven games back from the brewers maybe four or five games back from from the padres the padres already lost today so i mean right now the reds are down by three uh bottom of the seventh here but the brewers have to play like the giants and the dodgers yeah the, i mean the brewers certainly have a very difficult schedule coming up maybe that's the where the reds where the reds don't but the thing is is if like things could go sideways really quickly over the next couple games if the reds aren't able to salvage some game at least I mean, uh, if they don't win today, at least salvage a game in Atlanta and then salvage a couple out of the, the Philly series. It's, it's because, the Padres. Sorry, it's the Padres that have to play the Giants and the Dodgers because they're well, all I think Mil Padres. I think Milwaukee also still has – they have a, a West Coast trip they have to make. Okay. So, I mean, they, they have some difficult ones, but the thing is, is right now they, they've got a, a fairly easy schedule over the next, you know, six days. And uh, if things went – you know, go real sideways, you're going to end up with the Reds looking at possibly being 10, 11 games out, worst case scenario. And uh, Clay wants to bring Scooter back over here oh, in the no. comments. Uh, but yeah, that's a worst case scenario, obviously. It would be nice to be able to, you know, because then we, we still have three games with the Brewers. So that, that that's well, my whole thought process is if we can stay, you know, six, seven games back, you can close that gap to four games, and then you know the Reds have a nice chunk of easy, while the Brewers don't. So you're talking big picture, and while yes. that's all well and good, the hell are you thinking last night, David Bell? I mean, you're at the beginning of this mm, gauntlet go of the, go back to the Guardians game. Well, I mean, even without talking about that, because I, I think that was a one-off. It was an anomaly. It's a weird thing, any way to play a one-game series that's not even a series at all. It's just a game. Um, but but to to go into Atlanta and to be in a situation where you bring in not one but back to back relievers that are really kind of out of anyone in the bullpen, they're struggling. 
So I don't know why you would go back to back with Hembry and then with AG. Didn't make any sense to me, especially when you're in a pennant race. You're you're not going to get these guys right in high pressure situations. So what are we doing here? I didn't agree with it either. Um, I think there are there's a time and a place to um, you know use guys that need to get their confidence back. Um, and like you said, in a pennant race, in a high pressure situation, the game was tied. Like I, I don't like going. Like Hembry's had you know his issues with with allowing at least one run, like his last six starts or something. I think is that not uh, right? That, you know what I mean. Yep. Last six outings, last six times he's been in, he's he's allowed at least one run. Um, you got AG, who's like been kind of a crapshoot this year. I know he's had like some rounds where he's been pretty dominant. Well, and, and why then, wouldn't you have tried to get those guys right during uh, the series against the Pirates or the or the the one game against the Indians when it got out of control? You know, like use the, them in garbage time just to get them out and get right. I don't know why you thought that a 2-2 tie was where you want to bring these guys in against a team also battling for a pennant. And, and get, I don't know, man. Just, I mean, you, just, you just went and got, you know, like, you know, you're, you've got Sessa. You've got Wilson. Justin Wilson. Been, he's, been, he's been pretty solid for us. I, I, know mm -hmm. I think he's given up maybe, like, allowed a, an inherited runner or two. Um, but you've got other options in the pen that are more reliable. Let's say that. Um, and, and to go to Hembry and then, uh, and then go to, to AG was just, it was kind of threw me off. I know Clay mentioned something. Yeah. I don't know if it was on Twitter or in our DMS, but he was talking about, you know, you got AG coming in and he's facing two left-handed guys and he can't, he can't make it happen. Um, and then you go to Sessa and he, you know, like Ryan, like Ryan says on his Twitch stream, if you, you need somebody in the seventh, go to Sessa. If you got, you know, two outs, go to Sessa, no outs, go to Sessa, just go to Sessa. Um, just the, it, that decision blew my mind and yeah. continues to baffle me when, again, you want to set the tone for this road trip. You want to set the tone for this team in this pennant race for a series like there were a lot of tones that you could have set and i think you set the wrong tone i mean you set the tone that you don't give up on your guys clearly clearly right i mean to a fault obviously and so it just i i, I can't wrap my mind around it and it it's just that was a big takeaway for me last night is just how much that that decision bothered me so like my thing is i i feel like David Bell sometimes is like, I know we've talked about it in the past. He kind of out coaches himself. Um, in, in some ways he's definitely got that, like a little bit of that dusty Baker streak of, of sticking with a guy that, um, you know, maybe is struggling. I mean, we've seen it with Suarez all year. Not that he really had a whole lot of options with Moustakis being hurt. Um, you know, they weren't going to call anybody up necessarily to, to slide over there. Um, so he's had to stick with Suarez. Now I I I really don't understand the sticking with Suarez. I didn't understand tonight. Not like giving India a day off in the middle of the toughest stretch that they're going to face no. in the next month. Like you give and India he's young. Like he, does he really need a day off? I mean, really? 
and I, I realized that they, like, I think they double switched him in in, like, the sixth, maybe, something like that, um, when they took Miley out. But I mean, that's pitches, that's but... the guy who's at the pulse of the start of your your lineup. Like Absolutely. he gets on base. Absolutely, and then you throw Farmer all the way to the leadoff role, which you know, like he's been vibing in the middle of the lineup, and now you've got him leading off, which is a totally different thing. I don't know what he's done today, if he's over or what, but um, what a weird that? hit that was. Uh, so like, I, I just don't I don't agree a whole lot with necessarily tinkering with the lineup right now like they had a good flow going obviously they had a great flow going in the in the pirates series it's against the pirates i get it they're not exactly the greatest team on the face of the planet but you've got a good flow going and then it was kind of like it's kind of like he starts playing this weird chess game with himself and he's overthinking it it's, it's i mean it's, it's, it's just me out there and overthinking it you know i mean we we've talked offline about the uh, the analytics and stuff, just you go in too much with the analytics and not enough with your gut, not enough with the hot hand, not enough with like what you like. You you can there you go, got another hit, love it. Um, but you, there, there's you you see bet like Chad said this on our on our podcast on Monday. You see better with your eyes than you hear, right? That's true. Better. Or, or, or maybe it was like the, the quote was a Marvin Lewis quote. It's something like you see better with your eyes than your ears, or okay, or something that along sense. that. that yeah. quote makes more sense. Sorry, uh, I understand but, what you're saying. But like, stop listening to all the analytics. It's, it's it just none of it makes it. It I take that back. It does make sense, and you can do some things, but it doesn't have to be what you base every decision on. And I feel like we're almost getting away from like having a guy outside of the bullpen calls like i i feel like the, the the lineups are made by advanced analytics well it he's he's sometimes the worst kind of analytics follower though because he's like selectively analytical and i know i've said that before but it's like sometimes they ask him things like after games like hey why did you you know you ran so and so out there do you are you aware of like is very poor statistics against a lefty or whatever. And he's like, oh, yeah. But, you know, like, I, I stick with him. And it's like, well, are you going to stick with him because, you know, he's hot? Or are you going to, like, well, die on the die on the analytical sword? And sometimes the analytics say, well, for their career, maybe they haven't been great at something or whatever the case may be, like, for a long stretch of time. But if they're doing well right now, why would you just mess that up? Uh, kind of like a, when... With like he he's done this with Kyle Farmer, you know who really I loves mean, analytics. I'm a, I'm a I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of the the like more so go with your gut over you know analytics. And I know analytics yeah. have their place, and obviously like you know it works very well in the shift. It would seem um, I really dug too deep. I still hate the shift, but uh, you know David Bell just seemed he seemed for a while to be going with his gut and and playing the hot hand. And then uh, now as we that, start winning, he's like, oh, well, maybe I should switch up what we've been doing. Yeah, like maybe I should move some of these guys around. And I get it. He's got some like difficult decisions kind of to make with these guys coming back uh, off of injury. You know, you've got you get Moose back finally. Um, and so you got to kind of, well, where am I going to put him in the lineup? You know, he, he comes in his first game and he's like tearing the cover off the ball. And uh, right. I mean. 
Well, you have to. You can't answer a question without reading the question. No one, no one who's well, listening knows what you're answering uh, when you yeah, say right. I, 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 I see Chad <laughs> saying righty lefty is not analytics. But, I mean, kind of, kind of is. I mean, they analyze that you know, lefty lefty or righty righty, and then that righty lefty is a better matchup or lefty righty is a better matchup. However, they're going to look at it pitching wise. I mean, there's numbers that back it up. You know who loves yeah, I mean, analytics? Nick Kirby, we know. Yeah. Kirby, Kirby loves analytics. Kirby loves analytics. So, Ed, what were you trying to say earlier when Jeff just spoke completely over you? I was going to say, do you know who loves analytics? That was it? Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, but we do have a question from Clay out here who says uh, he wants to know who I trust in the bullpen, and uh, that answer would be Gibbons. Thank you. He's pretty that's good. Sol- that's a solid answer. Kobe. Hey, thank you. I looked it up while I was laying down here. He comes. He comes. He comes out of hibernation. He looked it up. He comes out of hibernation with a good answer. Way to go, Kobe. Hey, look, I got. I had a chance to watch. Not watch. I had a chance. Well, I guess I did watch a lot of Nick Cost- uh, Ryan Castellanos' uh, live feeds of the game since you know I am still holding to my guns and not getting Spectrum. Twitch streams. Yeah, Twitch, Twitch streams. Stream, sorry, Twitch streams the, of it. Which, by the way, I'm a. The park. Are you? Are you a, a park subscri- baller? I'm a park baller. I was, a, I was one of the first subscribers of the park ballers before we even had emotes. Um, but I got to I got to watch a lot of the games. I mean, through through Ryan, but I got to watch them. It was good. That was that was deep. Thank you. Also, Chad says that one plus one equals two. That is true, even at Northwest. Well, he was he was speaking in regards he, to the righty righty lefty lefty stuff. I understand that. I was. I just wanted to make sure you did. I wasn't sure. You've been under a lot of stress this week. I'm real tired. Make sure week. you don't have that mental fog. Ed. Oh, I do. Trust me. Well, <laughs> that, that, I don't think that's the COVID. <laughs> I could not. <laughs> that's that's true. I could uh, not. <laughs> I could not figure out how to get this three D printer to work yesterday, so I gave up. All right. Uh, Sounds about par for the course. I was going to print a Game Boy game. So moving forward, like let's say between, let's go the next five games tonight, tomorrow, the three with the Phillies. What do you think? What What do the Reds need to do record wise over these next five games? Well, I mean, at this point, tonight's not looking out of reach, but it's not looking great. If you can find a way to scrape four, that's fantastic. Go four and two over the the six game. Well, I guess you, you're going four and three over the seven games, seven game road trip. Well, and I was only speaking you, over over the yeah, six the, against Utah, Atlanta, and Philly. Got it. Yeah, um, but yeah, if you can scrape four somehow, that'd be fantastic. If you get three at this point, looking again as we're you know scoreboard watching in the top of the eighth, it's it's three five. Um, if you can get three. That's manageable. If you walk out of this with two, you're slipping. And that's that's not a good spot to be. Like not when you're playing this this sixty game sprint, if you will. I know that that started just a couple games ago to where we're playing about the same amount of time that we played last year. But you're starting but you're starting behind the eight ball at you know, at that point it was four and a half back on San Diego, it's back to four and a half back at San Diego. 
and or at least going into the game tonight, um, and you were you're still back seven on the Brewers. Whatever you made up over the course of the weekend, really against the the Pirates, you lost some of that ground already. And that's, I mean, I saw Chad tweet out earlier, and I know he's here, but I, I saw him tweet out earlier. Like this is what the Reds have done all season is they give you something to believe in after building up, you know, two three weeks of of really good baseball and and getting close, and then you just slip down a, a muddy hill like it's we're in the middle of that vicious cycle right now yep pretty much and that's yeah. they they but they'll keep sucking you back in and it's been i mean it's been you know honestly it's been always like you know they get to miley and at least miley is able to like stabilize hold him at bay yeah and today you know you didn't get necessarily the the greatest performance out of out of wade um but you, you also I think they kind of you also can't leave a lot of guys on base like they've been doing. You just can't do it. You've got they, to have the flow. They jinxed him tonight when they said at the beginning of the game that he had had seven outings of seven plus innings this season, which is his most since I think they said sixteen, two thousand sixteen. Um, I mean, he has been a pleasant surprise for the entirety of the season. I mean, well, and when that's your your what five. I mean that's not a, a terrible fifth starter, right? Well, I mean I, I mean I think he slid up in the rotation when. Uh, well, I mean at this point of the season, like he's not let, really your five honest, anymore. He's, he he's really almost he's really almost your one. I mean I know you've got no. you've got yeah he's he's been way more like I mean you've got you got guys like you know Castillo who can't pitch when it's like three degrees under 80 or like four degrees <laughs> over 80. You can't pitch if it's like kind of dark outside. Or Let's talk about that like real quick. Bright. Let's like, talk about that real quick. Hey, Aaron, what is the temperature in your apartment right now? I hate you. It's, it's currently registering at 76 degrees. Ooh, 76. Is that okay? Are you going to be able to work in these no, conditions? It's, it's really hot. I'm sweaty. I'm wearing a third of a shirt. Do you want to, do you want to report this to HR? I did. It's called maintenance, and that's why I have this this air conditioning unit in my living room on the floor here because my air went out last night, and it was 80 in here. Man, I hope you can get all your articles written on time. I really do. I hate you so much. I really do. Without With minimal spelling errors. What? I hope you have to blow your nose in the morning and get one more day. Why would you do that? That's rude. <laughs> That's a jerk move. I mean, we, we, we've talked a, a quite a bit here about the Reds, and I think we've all kind of come to the same conclusion that, like, I know we've said it's put up or shut up time several times this season, um, but it, you know, the Brewers have their nice easy stretch right now. We've got kind of a tough one, and we've, we've got to come out on the other side of this with uh, at least a puncher's chance, you know? You can't be, you can't come out of this Ten games back, and and hope to make that up over the last forty. Well, we got my guy Harambi on the mound right now, so he's my he's, he's my number far. two out of the bullpen. Really? Yeah. He had a great stretch. That he stretch did. ended about two weeks ago. You'll see. Huh? I have a hunch for these kind of things. I don't. I don't. Pretty good at this kind of stuff. Well, 
All right. So I know we had we had Taryn on. Did you listen to our show with Taryn with all the time that you've had off this week? No. You totally didn't. I'm sorry. I should have. I bet you. I bet I'm, you listened to every episode of your boy Pat McAfee. Not every episode. Every episode. I missed today. You're the worst. I'm sorry. I should have listened to it, but I didn't. I'm sorry. You. I mean, you came into the podcast for a little bit just to cry that you weren't able to talk <laughs> to Taryn about WWE fake wrestling. Okay, first of all, wrestling is not fake. Those boys are they have they're athletic and women, sorry, I should say those folks. I didn't say they weren't athletic and they, I didn't say that they weren't athletes or in good shape or could do things that I can't do. What I said was it's fake. Scripted. Change my mind. About as fake as golf <laughs> right. is. Yeah. Show me some stats and not on like a blurry sheet of paper, Ed. Okay. All right, Mr. Blurry Screenshot. <laughs> Unbelievable. So you didn't listen at all. I didn't. I'm sorry. So, well, I was going to ask what you thought about our ideas about realignment, but oh, conference clearly, realignment? can yeah, you comment? Re- can, trying, can you comment anything different than what we said last week? Well, I'm trying to stay out of that because I, I, I just think we're going to get. I mean, I, I feel like we're going to get our hopes up again, and then nobody's going to take us, and we're not going to go anywhere or anything like that. Like I did like the idea of. Um, the AAC bringing some guys in. Um, well, we are the AAC. So I know. That's I just what I'm saying. Sure you bringing guys right, in. I just want to make, I just wanted to make oh, sure you, you, you didn't you mean to say ACC? ACC? No. I, I, All right. I said it in my head before I said it out loud. For clarification, yeah. I know sometimes you struggle with spelling. So. Well, I thought athletic American Athletic Conference in my head and then All thought right. about what the the acronym is for that before I before I said it. All right? Dang it. Now, you, now I lost my train of thought. Wreck. Anyways, I thought that was a good idea, but look, we've we've been through this before. We've we've seen the tweeted pictures of the Big Twelve and UC logos <laughs> on a on a on a damn uh, backdrop. Yeah. Like I'm 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 not gonna get my hopes up. We belong in a Power Five conference, but I mean, what are which we? Which one do you want? Which one would you like to see them? Like, if you had to rank, let's I'll, I'll say, give me your top three, like. Power conferences that you, power five that you would like to see us end up in. You guys know I'm not good with conferences, but the Big Twelve. That's where West Virginia is at, right? Currently, yeah, I would like to go to the Big Twelve. Why? I just think there's some dogs out there that we could that we could compete against. You want that over the ACC? I mean. I wasn't prepared to talk about this tonight. Um, I should have done more research about this topic. You had all week. You've been in a cave, Ed. I've been laying <laughs> in a pullout couch that you can still feel the hinges on when you're trying to sleep on it. All right, I'm I'm very out of sleep. You've spent a ton of time on Twitter, but also I am trying not to get into this because I don't want my hopes to get up. Okay, fair. So Big when 12's court- number one. What's number two? Dead air is super good on a podcast. Well, because I almost said something I shouldn't have. Um, okay. But we're gonna drop an f bomb. No, you about to. I'll say the fuck all I want. All right. Yeah, I'll say that word all I want. Um, no, I just 
I don't know. You guys know, like, I'm not... I'm not... I'm getting into college football still. Like, I'm not, like, the biggest of the college football experts, right? Like, we're going to talk about college basketball. I could talk about some stuff. It's the same. I mean, not the same. It's not the same because teams are different. If you're in a conference, though, you'd still see the conference in basketball. But that's also the way I'm looking at it. Is like I'm when I when I look at the conference realignments, I'm looking. Is that why you want no? You don't want any of the smoke of the ACC because of that? Kind of. (laughs) He said it so quiet. We have a new coach. I want to kind of get that. I want to get that ramp up going. You know what I mean? Like I I want to get. Here's the thing: is like we. It's not like they're gonna be like 25. Yeah, I mean, you're talking a couple years. All right, well, that's fair. I don't know, guys. What do you guys think? It was on last week's podcast. We, we did talk about it last week. So if you want to, if you want to see Aaron and Jeff's thoughts, go back and listen to last week's episode. Next with time, Bland. next time can we tell Ed if we're going to talk about something like that, so I can do a little bit of research. We actually did. It was in the notes. <laughs> what notes? You guys didn't even give me notes. Yes, we did. It was in the group chat, man. You stopped paying attention to us entirely. Wait, you last week? about the COVID. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. I tried, to, I tried to stay off Twitter last week until Tuesday. I concur, Stonewall. The Big 12 won't be a power conference after their contract renewal with Texas and Oklahoma leaving. I think, yeah. I think that's the way it's going to go down, and we talked about that last week, that the Big 12 probably is going to end up dissolving, and you're going to see everybody kind of just scavenge at the, the leftover eight, if you will. I don't know. If, I don't know if Chad's still in here, but he doesn't like to talk about any of this shit. So, that's it. Guy, that's yeah. Thank you. Guy, All right. Good. So I'm not the only one. At Chad earlier and suggested that it would be a good idea <laughs> if you see if you see went to the Mac and, and experienced some Maction. Ed looks and like Chad, he just farted in his why mouth. Why the hell would we go to the Mac? Chad just quoted it, like quote tweeted it, and just said no, no. <laughs> and for some reason, like when it came up on my Twitter feed, like I, I just started laughing uncontrollably, and then I had to send it because we make fun of Aaron and tell him he's going to become Max and Aaron. But that's a whole other story for a whole other podcast. Um, when do we? Okay. Uh, oh wait. Oh, other, in, other group. Other group, other group taxi. Other you group guys, chat. JT and Cam. I got gotcha. you. Um, Shout out the front office news and Coach Pant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just here to press buttons at this point. Chad, I'm here. Do, Chad says his mentions are a, a bad word disaster every day. He said he, his mentions do, are a fucking okay. disaster. Yes. <laughs> oh god, Ed is on a tear. Today. What YouTube's going to take me <laughs> off for saying fucking? Listen, he survived. He survived COVID, so he's out here just yeah, dropping up bombs everywhere. I do not envy Chad in his mentions. Oh, no, I, Anything. I, can only, I can only assume what kind of crazy nonsense comes flying across your Twitter feed. Dude, Big East Big East fans were blowing me up for like four days, and it was driving me crazy. I can only imagine how Chad feels in his mentions. Chad, it wasn't even Big East fans. It was just Xavier fans. No, it was – the one guy was from Providence. He's like, <laughs> he's like I don't even care. I'm a Providence fan. I'm like, what the f- – <laughs> <laughs> the, the best thing I, this is what i'm waiting for st john's is maybe for Z, for Z, a xavier fan to get one of those big like 
fat head cutouts and it'll be ed's head at like the at the crosstown shootout that's what i'm afraid of that's <laughs> what i'm afraid of this this twitter point, picture. at one point all they were doing is just grabbing my twitter picture and retweeting it and tagging me in it i'm like what does this mean what does it mean when you just tweet my twitter like is this some sort of they, voodoo I, bs that you guys are putting on me right now like what does this they, mean they, they did come at you pretty hard Ed. so and he's like they're like who squints in a picture when they're wearing sunglasses i was like who, who how do you know somebody i don't know fart? I don't know who started it, but I know Levitard would always, like, anytime they were talking about, like, their comments, they're scrolling through, and they're just like, big fat white face, big fat white face, big fat white face. So they would take the picture of somebody's profile picture and just enlarge it to where it was just a big fat white face. And so that is essentially what they were doing to you. And just, I mean, it's not the most flattering picture that you have as your your Twitter profile It's actually picture. a pretty good picture. Um, I mean... Go ahead, Ed. I, I just you said, yeah. I don't know what happened. Okay. I mean, I, I just Chad. If for nothing else, you should get verified so that you can filter out all that nonsense <laughs> from, from your timeline. Although I don't know, maybe a lot of it comes from verified users. I don't know, but I can't imagine much of it does. Unbelievable. We didn't get verified. So, by the way, we got denied. <laughs> maybe so. Why. So we uh. I, I did go to practice though on uh, on Saturday. How was the chicken I was at Camp Monterey? Ground. Man, chicken Monterey was just chef's kiss. Mwah. I heard that, and I heard the source. Chad said, "People say," and then at the end of it, he said, "This people are me." So <laughs> it was great. <laughs> Insert, Insert name, name a bunch, bunch of numbers. Like no. it, it really if. If any, if there's any food suggestion that comes up at like a sporting thing or anything else, and and Chad vouches for it, for sure, then it, it's pro, it's probably. Well, they case. had they had uh, the only thing that wasn't good, and I will say this: the the tomatoes were were lacking that that like soft tomato goodness. And I don't know if it's bad season for tomatoes this this season or whatever the case may be. Whatever that that's being nitpicky, if you will. But a chicken sandwich on a croissant. Man, with the uh, the homemade ranch, the homemade bacon ranch. Whew. Is it is it grilled chicken or is it like? Oh no, this was breaded chicken. Breaded chicken like, patty. Okay. Yeah. And you had to get your own like sliced cheese, it, and oh, so like if that would have been like maybe slightly melted on there, could have been a little bit better, but it was still phenomenal. Okay. And that was okay, campfire ground. Yeah, and then Aaron went and had a Monterey chicken sandwich and then came home. I ate so much more than that, though, that day. Like, they had rotini bake. They had the uh, the Bosco stick. Dude, when oh, you said that Bosco's, on the... You know you, yeah. can, you know you can order Bosco sticks, like, by the case? Dude, don't even Fire. order them. Don't even order them. My, my son's school district, even though we didn't sign up for, like, a food plan or anything, every Friday they send home food with the kids, and every Friday there's at least four Bosco sticks in there. And the the square pizza. Um, so is this like Halloween where you just raid your kids' food stash? They're not going to eat it. <laughs> My kids eat chicken nuggets and hot dogs. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> so Aaron, how was how was the uh, how was the the, the football at yeah, how's uh, football camp higher ground? Well, and I I did make it again on uh, yesterday on. So on you've Tuesday. been two you've been two days. Correct. All right. So defense is just defense is out of control. Good. Um, last night, offense struggled quite a bit, especially when the uh, the sun went down. Um, Camp Higher Ground doesn't have necessarily the uh, the best 
lit field. Um, but it uh, get out of here. I was saying, Joey Votto just bang again. He did. There he is. You know what's awesome is I could hear it. I could hear it through my headphones through your mic, and You're Joey Votto just came up to bat. You're welcome. But Sadak I was about to tell you so to turn loud. it down, but yeah, Sadak is literally so loud he is. that I could hear it. Bang, I mean, bang. it was a big moment. It's the top of the ninth, and you just oh, tied the game. It. Oh, I love it. You gotta love it. Yeah, yeah, Huge. absolutely. I mean, uh, I was just talking about how this wasn't looking good, and your leader steps up. Anyway, um, yeah, the offense struggled last night, um, but they did have some some great plays. Uh, Lenny Taylor's been having a hell of a camp thus far, um, in Josh Wiley's absence. So that's been promising. This receiver core is outrageous. Um, Alec Pierce beat Sauce a couple times last night. Now Sauce is coming out and saying that it was a sack on the play, but they can't hit the quarterback, so it didn't count. But he was real upset. Alec Pierce was in his face on – well, so this was coming after Alec Pierce made a catch where it looked like he probably on a replay may have had the toe touch as he's falling out of bounds. Um, the referees that were there, I'm not sure where they came from. Um, I had asked if they were AAC refs or uh, uh, Justin Williams told me he thought that they were probably uh, high school refs. Like local Indiana high yeah. school refs. Yeah. Um, but they they ruled him out on on the, the one catch. So they were kind of up in each other's girls a little bit, just talking shit, and it was fantastic. And then you see Pierce just outright beat uh, Sauce and – Sauce was still, after practice was over, just pleading his case about how it was a sack, how he still hasn't been beat, how he's going to sleep at night knowing that it was still a sack, and it was hysterical. That's hilarious. Absolutely hysterical. The- but uh, they're, they're proving to be quite a uh, one-two punch, like just going at each other. And that said, if Alec Pierce is doing this to Sauce, because we all know what sauce brings to the table. But if Alec Pierce is able to take this offense to that type of a level, it's going to be really, really interesting. Um, got to see a little bit more out of the running backs last night than I had on Saturday. Um, Ethan Wright is kind of a dog. Um, dog. Especially at, dog. Dog. It's, especially at 6-1, like just being a, a tall, different style running back than, I, than like maybe we're accustomed to, especially looking at – uh, Jerome Ford and Charles McClelland. Um, Charles McClelland? Different look. Dog. <laughs> that video was hysterical. It is. It's the greatest video ever. Um, and like I said, man, I can't say enough about how deep this this receiving core has been. But that's without even getting into the defense. And the defense has just been lights out. Like, well, it's like first team D is. Well, it's like you said on uh, on your podcast on, on Monday night. Um, mm-hmm. It's like you get kind of nervous is the defense is the offense really that good or is the defense just not good you know what i mean like you kind of wonder like is there gonna be that i think you got it flip-flopped is that what i mean it can go both ways yeah it could go both ways oh i mean i got flip-flop i got flip-flop yep i'm i'm not i'm not actually concerned about the defense not being good because i don't think that's a thing dan Dan horde tweeted out that my j sanders looked unblockable well, and that's not uncommon in the two practices that I've seen. I mean, he just it's it's absurd how good he is coming off that edge. I mean, just standing near him, especially when you're, you know, at higher ground where they don't really like they have the media standing back, but you're still within 
I don't know, three, four feet of these guys all the time. Mm-hmm. And like, or, uh, my Jay's just a huge dude and he's long and I expect him to have a very, very good year. Okay. So I'm excited before we, before we get in into the, uh, the star of the show necessarily, uh, how did, uh, Evan Prater look? Have you, did you see a lot of him taking any snaps yeah. or Prater's taking look? plenty of snaps? He's his deep balls. It's pretty. Um, I know Chad's talked on our other podcast at length about just while his, Oh, sorry, six feet, six feet, not three or four feet. I guess it kind of depends on where the play is developing and when they're trying to like slide on the, on the turf and they're like, you you have to move out of the way, but, um, rookie, wait, that's fine. It's, it's true, but sure. It's my first higher ground. It's fine. Um, but yeah, I mean, Prater is uh he's he's struggled with placement. Uh the the ball's pretty, but he just he struggled a little bit with placement. And like I said last night when it, when the sun went down, everybody struggled to just have eyes on the ball, I think. Uh, we were kind of talking about that with the uh the media members that were standing there together. And uh I mean, it, I wouldn't put too much into it. I mean, Luke even said in his yeah. his after-game presser that he wasn't too awful worried about the drops. I think he has to say things like that, but he's not going to come out and be like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm worried about it." <laughs> but uh, you were speaking about uh, other members in the media. Um, at one point, Justin Williams tweeted out a video of practice, and they were playing country music in the background. How did you handle that? My head exploded, and uh, it got better when I just went and had some free shaved ice. But <laughs> you got shaved ice too. Yeah. Yeah, is they it, had, is it is it Kona ice? They no, they had a, a truck that pulled back to to practice afterwards. Like a and, Kona uh, ice truck. Like yeah, once once the team all had theirs. Um, Damn, I really want the, a smoothie. Were, you want a smoothie? I want a smoothie too. Name that. There TV were there show. were. I don't know what you. I don't think about. we deserve a smoothie. But there were there were a couple extras there for us. Friday night lights. Any uh, any. Uh, any any uh, freshman that that stuck out to you is like, you know, that that kid's gonna be good, or you know, you know what I mean? Like that. Oh, yeah, like yeah. Have, on like, any, on like, Saturday, like, Will Pauling was a, was a dog on Saturday. Dog. Wide, the wide receiver, right? Correct. And he he stood out at the spring game as well. He had the last touchdown of the game in the spring game. Okay. Um, and you know he's just got a different look to him out of the slot than Trey Tucker does, like. Trey Tucker gets his separation and, and has great hands. He may be pound for pound the strongest guy on the field at any given moment, believe it or not, as a receiver. Uh, but that said, Will Pauling just continues to get separation and then has an extra gear after that. Like, it's it's crazy. Um, so he's he's certainly shown some some things, some, some looks. And like I said, I mean, uh, with Ethan Wright, you know, that's, you know, kind of a a different guy too that we haven't gotten to see come out of the backfield. Um, got to see quite a bit of Corleone uh, last night. Uh, Dante Corleone out of Colerain, the defensive tackle. Mm-hmm. That's a big boy. He is just a, a gap filler. Um, he was running with, with the twos quite a bit. Um, so that that's a little interesting. Um not not all night, but he he certainly took some some snaps there at the, at the uh, with the twos. 
So it was just, uh, I don't know. I guess this would probably be the, the freshman that stuck out. Um, Brady Lichtenberg has, has looked like a freshman quarterback, um, but good to see a, a kid back there who's not Evan Prater and Desmond Ritter. So we know that we at least have somebody should, you know, the unthinkable happen like it did uh, when I think Claris took the field initially. I, I believe he was third guy off the bench that year, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I believe so, yeah. Yep. Uh, yes. So, so uh, uh, just, uh, you know, the freshmen, are they're, they look good, but that's because this is the, the best class that UC's ever had. So they all look big. They all look like they belong there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just a matter of getting some of those those game time reps. I was super excited to see like Drew Donnelly, but he still looks like he's figuring it out. Um, and you, you've seen some of that with how how fast does he look in person? He's it's not been anything that's really stood out, but I think that it's some of that has been just him getting accustomed to. I don't know if he's getting accustomed to the the schemes or getting accustomed to the speed of the game or what the case may be, but it's he's just kind of looks like a freshman. Yeah, I mean, I, for folks that that uh, that don't know, he's um, a very very fast track athlete. Correct. Uh, out of out of, uh, out of a family of track athletes. Out of a family of track athletes. Um, so and and we know like sometimes um, sometimes that doesn't always translate necessarily over to uh uh football field uh his cousin is matthew bowling uh if also you, most people probably don't necessarily know who he is but he's a, a track athlete at georgia and uh ran uh, right around 10 seconds for the 100 when he was in high school um we don't like georgia on so this podcast. They, they are very fast fast individuals and It'd be nice to see that that kind of translate over, but obviously, uh, if it's kind of one of those, they look like freshmen. But I'm gonna have to ask you to refrain yeah, from talking could, about Georgia could, on this podcast. Oh, I hear you. Oh, uh, Jacob Dingle, I believe he's the freshman brother. Hang on, I can tell you here in a second. Oh, oh we oh, are damn, we're gonna get FCC violation. Oh, damn, there's a nipple on the podcast. Oh, oh that's. Oh. It doesn't show yours on here. Our, um, our video, our our you're uh, welcome. Our video likes might pop up, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Uh, Jacob Dingle had a had an interception last night, um, and I think he's the the brother that's the the freshman. But okay. Um, all right. Well, favorite moment from high ground that Jack Jack's the freshman. Dang it, Jacob's the older brother. He's the Spicoli. All right. Favorite favorite moment from high ground that that's not Monterey chicken related. Um, Tacos. So you guys will love this. So last night I'm standing there with uh, with Brent, and he points up at the uh, the lift that's right around. It's at the far side of the field from us where we were standing, and uh, not the far side, but uh, probably about like at the twenty thirty yard line. And there is a fire on the back of the lift. And I freak out, completely freak out. And I run to, to Kaz and I'm like, Kaz, he's on the phone and I'm interrupting him. I'm like, you got to come out here. There's a fire, dude. There's a fire. Well, yeah, there was a fire because they put tiki torches on the back of the lifts. And <laughs> I had no idea. 
I'm far enough away where I can't tell. I just see a flame at the back of the lift, and I'm thinking in my head, like, I don't want this to be a situation a la yep. Notre Dame. Okay. Some, some things. And uh, turns out it was all to do of nothing, and they, they all had a pretty good laugh at me because I was... I, I thought there was a fire at the back of the lift. Uh, Way to go, buddy! I mean, they're they're like they're they're like four stories in the air. Like I, I, I was terrified. You're looking out for the safety. I of, thought of I thought quick on my feet, you. and I I thought wrong. <laughs> I used to I used to be the cameraman on the top of the scissors lift for the for the Mighty Knights. I I feel you. I appreciate you for that. Well, good looking, good looking out, Aaron. Yeah, appreciate that. Favorite, was there a fa was there a favorite event that took place on the field as far as like you know a play I mean, that you saw that <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and <laughs> Chad, Chad calls Aaron a dumbass. Did Chad know about this before right now? No, he totally knew about okay, it. All right. He said as much last night too. I think that this is actually the mild version. I can, but, see, uh, I can see Chad looking at you like uh, Red Foreman looks at um, his son. On, <laughs> <laughs> just looking at everyone, jackass. I'm totally toe for Grayson in this relationship, and that's fine. <laughs> um, a favorite moment. I mean, I'm a Blue Smith stan, um, and so on Saturday he had a catch in the end zone. Um, that's been the the biggest play of his that I've seen. Um, with him returning from injury. Uh, and I know he's been kind of just vocally frustrated when he's not making the play out there. Like, he's busting his ass out there, and that's, that's good to see. Um, so, of course, it was I was happy that I was there to, to get to see him have a big play. Um, outside of that, though, it was probably just the back and forth between Pierce and, uh, and, Sauce. and, and Sauce last Ooh, night. I mean, just – just to see Alec Pierce taking his game to where he's beating Sauce. And, again, like – we know who Sauce is. We know like how good Sauce is. Sauce has not been scored on ever in college games. So, yeah, this is a, a big deal to him that he's getting scored on by the guy lining up at, on him in practice. But who's going to know his moves better than the guy lining up against him in practice? Two questions. Does he wear the Sauce chain? No, not on the field. Second question, do you think we might have a sauce chain night at Nippert Stadium where everybody gets a I can't imagine that they're they're spending the money on on anything that resembles that. No. Just okay, I thought okay, that's fine. I mean, you do things like that to draw people into the stands, right? I don't think they're going to have an issue filling the stands this year. I mean, no, but yeah, it'd still be cool as hell to see what people for, except, sauce chains on the two, on the two seats night. that Aaron has to give up down uh in the second row of the end zone because he's going to be up I think those seats are pretty well taken <laughs> by uh, my brother-in-law and asked yet. and my mom's boyfriend. But maybe, um, maybe, maybe you can paper rock scissors with them, Ed. What about paper, uh, is is Garen Prater still there? No, he uh, he was. They just announced he was no longer with the team on a. I think it was a medical leave. Like he's mm. done. Um, yeah. No I longer on again. No longer against. I think I think his scholarship is still honored this year. Mm. At this point, um, like they can't just fill the scholarship now, but um, I could be wrong on that. Okay. But I know he's not with the team anymore. It, it's just my Wyoming connection coming out. Ooh, right. I, I knew that whenever yeah you know, he he came back here he came down here from Ohio State obviously as a preferred walk on from up there, and then came down here uh, essentially kind of it was almost like a package deal with uh, yeah 
with, with Evan. There's uh, no Northwest boys then, on the team, are there? And then and then he then he got. No. I guess he was hurt. You know, like that first year came down and. Yep. All right. Fair enough. So, good outlook then going into. Uh, I'm really excited about. I, I broke down. I did watch the uh, first two episodes of Let It. Watch the Let It Fly. I watched yeah, the first episode so because we were going to talk about it. I didn't. You know, I haven't watched episode two yet. I I know. So I've good. had plenty of time. I know. I know. I mean, you've had plenty of time. Episode Episode two is a good deep dive kind of. It's a, like, it's a longer one. It's 20 it, minutes and, instead of 12 that the first one was. Is it yeah, put together? I I don't mean to poo-poo on anybody but like i felt like the first episode was kind of choppy like there was it, it didn't have you watched flow. hard knocks ever yeah i felt like it wasn't okay all right that's fine i mean i mean i, I think they were kind of going for that that same type of feel and and hard I'm knocks is kind of choppy yeah. like that i'm down for yeah, it i just felt like it it I, went into there was like it felt like there was like three different subjects and it went into them well because they're going to continue to develop those yeah. Stories. That's why, that's why I said I didn't want to poo-poo on anything. I, I figured it'd get better. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, mean it's just you have to look at the whole what they're trying to do because yeah. they are trying to tell these sub stories. So, like in the second episode, you have like Fickle in the car with um, with Ritter and driving out to higher ground, and then you go to Ritter in his living room with his girlfriend and daughter and talking about. You know, so they do start to develop on so that's what I was some of those for. something like that additional right, stories. Yeah. That's what exactly but you what I was can't for. you can't tell the whole story in the first episode on just one oh, thing no. and then move to another episode or you kind of lose your I audience. Did, I did really enjoy the insight into um, um, Squat Fest on the first episode. I thought that was pretty awesome. I mean, we They'd saw a lot of clips. I know. Okay, keep rubbing it in. Uh, we saw a lot of clips come out on the on the internet and stuff on Twitter, but I thought that that part was produced really well and like it was really good insight onto why they do it and stuff like that. So, yeah, I, I'm assuming that it's, it's probably also a whole lot of, I mean, probably student kind of student run production as far. I mean, I know they have their own team of social media content creators. And stuff that they, well, but they just, they just expanded the entire um, uh -huh. media team this season. And so you're starting to see some of the flex that they have now. Um, I mean, it's it's been fantastic since. I don't. I don't think it's. Got there, you know, I, I think they have interns that are students, but mm -hmm. largely they they've brought in hired people, actual like hired people to do these things. What's his name from? Um, um, o Varsity. O Varsity. I saw him yeah. in the production note, the uh, clips at the end. Uh, I, I can think of. Yes, yeah, so was so was B Fox. I mean, yeah, I saw I didn't that. See B -Fox. I saw oh, it. was that uh, episode two? I'm. I'm, I'm really, really excited to see, like, yeah, I, I saw some, and I can't for like, because I think it was just like a random name with numbers kind of thing that said that they had, <laughs> like, kind of seen the, the preview cut of uh, of no, episode three. It was, um, um, it was a guy from Ovarsity. I can't think of his name right now for the Spencer life. Spencer Tuckerman, Chad you. just dropped it. Thank you, Spencer. Okay. He, he tweeted that earlier tonight. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So he had, he had seen it and, um, uh, Obviously, I don't follow that person, so it was somebody liked it or whatever. It's probably Chad that liked it. I don't know. <laughs> um, so it popped up on my Twitter feed, but I was like, you know, I'm like sitting here, and this is why I don't watch things that have like week long release. Because now you just like, want to watch more. Like, exactly. I, I want to see them all. Well, like, it hasn't that. happened yet. I, I mean, I know it hasn't happened yet, and that's why I said last week that I was adamant that I was not going to watch them, and then I was well, like, I, I was sitting upstairs, and I'm like, man, I. I don't have anything to watch right now. I can't fall parties. asleep. Like I'm gonna. So and then I watch. 
let it fly, and then I'm like, oh, I can't go to sleep now. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's even worse. Um, it's mm. it's funny being there too, because you notice the cameras, and then you just get into living life and and getting absorbed with what's on the field and all that. So you stop noticing the cameras anymore, and you just aren't really like like I was trying to stay out of the out of the shots. Be a professional for a while, and then yeah. I'm like. I, I just forgot they were there. So I can only imagine like how quickly as the cameras are around every day around the players, like how quickly they forget that they're there. I hope they do like an outtakes and bloopers at the that end of this hilarious. whole thing. Hilarious. And and in the outtakes and bloopers, somebody caught Aaron screaming about the fire on the back of the <laughs> <laughs> I hope not, man. Oh my god. Chad, if so embarrassing. I hope Chad's still sticking around. If you have any pool of any kind and they can review their footage from up there and they have footage <laughs> of Aaron screaming about the fire. Like I honestly I don't care if they even put it out as like part of a blooper reel. If they could just send me the small clip, <laughs> I would be I would be a We'll, we'll put it in the intro. We'll put it in the intro. It'll just be Aaron <laughs> screaming that there's a fire. God, fire, fire! <laughs> we have we have Coach West at the beginning saying I'm fired up, and then all of a sudden you're just Aaron. And you're like, God, fire! Like, <laughs> oh man. You know. anyway. Oh, by the way, they didn't have taco night last night. They had, uh, I think they had leftover night. Um, they had like <laughs> Philly cheesesteaks. They had chicken tendies. They had. Uh, Little like personal pan pizzas. They had buffalo chicken wraps. Um, Dude, buffalo chicken wraps are the best as long as there's not too much buffalo sauce in there. There was, it, I, it was a little soggy for me. That's not one. Holy of the, Grail. Yeah, that's not Holy one. Grail has a really good buffalo chicken wrap. They do have really they do. Good buffalo wrap. chicken wrap. Yeah. Do you get it? Um, do you get uh, the breaded chicken, chicken, or the do you get like the grilled? The chicken tendies were like the same as like the Monterey chicken, and. It was fantastic. Just cut that clip in the difference. And and you that that's true. You do you do now have a clip of Aaron screaming fire. You can just throw into the uh, you can cut it out of this and throw it into the intro. Where was that around if the that's not, fifty-seven if, minute mark? If that's not in the uh, if that's not in the intro next week, Ed, I'm gonna be really disappointed. If you have to go on another COVID quarantine for another week to put I'm put not that going in on there, COVID quarantine for another week, Mike, guys. Michael Lorenzen is, took Michael Lorenzen took care of business, by the way. Uh, the reason I, I made that. my crazy face in the middle of all that was because he got squeezed on a strike that he threw at the top of the zone that locked him up, and it should have been strike three, and the ump, like, you know, was apparently not watching the same game. He so, still took care of business. I was worried yeah, that maybe he had, like, a balk or something and walked in a run. Oh, uh, no, 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 no. That's he what got, I thought your got, face was. But he got, he got squeezed on a strike three before he... Was that... Joey's Can we talk about his facial hair? Like, does his facial hair make him look a little bit more badass than like just clean shaven Lorenzen? I don't know. I, I I always you know I'm a fan of it. I wish I think, Joey Votto would grow out like a a mountain a man beard. beard. He had one during the off season at one point. Like I'm talking like ago. a full like yeah a couple a years a ago healthy a healthy just, he was he was at Reds um, Fest with a big healthy beard. Yes yeah. yes yeah. yes. And somebody no asked him at Red Fest if he was going to keep it, and he oh great, we we got to start this with Mustakas on second. That's, I mean, no hate on Mustakas, but he's not uh, exactly fleet of foot, especially just coming off a heel injury. Yeah, so there's that. Maybe we'll just get a home run here and knock him in. 
Nathan Take Jolly. care of business. I don't Nathan know if you guys Jolly. talked about this, but before we wrap up on the Bearcats, uh, Chad did drop it in here. He did not drop this on our podcast last night, I don't believe. Um, but it looks like heavy Jawan Briggs storyline tomorrow night. I was night, actually going to so. ask you about him, yep. about what you thought about seeing him, because he is also a mammoth individual. Dude, he's maybe the biggest human there. Um, his biceps are the size of my head. Like, it's crazy. Um, the fact that he's on this team and he's on the second team, That's I think crazy. he'll see some rotation. But the fact that they're that deep at outside rushers, that this dude is on the second team, is insane to me. Absolutely insane. So I'm I'm actually excited to see like the, the glimpses they give into his personality because I haven't seen a whole lot. He's usually like just nose down, hand in the dirt type guy at yeah. practice. Uh, whereas you get to see like some of the like Sauce's personality or Alex uh, Pier- Alec Pierce's um, personality. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, it should be interesting to see a quiet guy talk. And we're coming up, uh, you know, I guess probably next week. We'll we'll is it this week? Well, sa- Saturday's a scrimmage. No, it's I'm, gonna be inner squad scrimmage. I'm not referring to that. I'm referring to I the believe. Bengals' first preseason game. Yep. Oh yeah, that's coming too. I think that's this weekend. Hopefully, you know, there's been some good things out of that. Tampa, uh, right? Evan McPherson has looked uh, really good kicking the ball. Um, I haven't really looked at a whole lot of stuff from from there because I I don't ever really People worried about Joe Burrow. Well, I know know Elijah Ponder from the Bearcats plays for the Buccaneers, and he was involved in a fight um, over the weekend, I believe, um, on the field. And so – he should. I would. I would think, unless he's been cut from the team, which I had, I didn't see one way or the other. Um, I would think that you'd get to see some of uh, Elijah Ponder with the uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers when they come. Did or I when hear they play. that Michael Warren got cut from Detroit? Yes. Yes. That's a bum. They cut him today. That's a bum. But Jared Dokes is still down in Miami. And uh, Joshua, um, I'm going to get his name wrong. Uh, Green Bay. Josh uh, DeGuara. J- Josiah DeGuara. Josiah, I saw he came off an injury. So he's Derek Forrest in, uh, in Washington. And uh, James Wiggins is down in Arizona, I believe. I believe that's right. Um, there were seven scouts there last night, by the way. Uh, NFL I read that, that there were some NFL. That they were, yeah. it, the thing I read said there were like 10 plus, but... Uh, the, the, well, the ones that I can recall um, that I saw were the Giants, the Jets, the Chargers, Washington football team, Cleveland, uh, Detroit, and Carolina. Carolina, home of home of the um, Tony Pike. Well, well, not I mean, a, not anymore. Well, no, but he really he Tony, Tony Pike is. Cincinnati native. So. Well, I know that he's from Reading. I understand that. That's how I keep trying to get him to come on the show. Is I keep trying to use my Reading connection in there, but he but went to Carolina. He'll probably never come on the show because I went to Wyoming. <laughs> so. My uncle keeps it's telling me. My uncle keeps telling anyway. me to just tell to just tell uh, Tony that I'm that I'm uh, Tony Stickney's cousin, and that he'll come on. I don't think it's going to work. That's that's probably not true. I am going to shoot my shot, though, on that Bengals person that I was telling you guys about yesterday. You mean that you told all of Twitter about? I just asked all of Twitter if they knew how to get that 
email address. I, okay, yeah. So I am going to shoot my shot on Elizabeth Blackburn. You should probably learn how to pronounce her name better. Elizabeth Black. Sorry, dude. Your your lips are getting in the way. <laughs> I haven't. Mind fog. I also have not <laughs> taken my ADD medicine the whole time I've been on COVID. So. Oh, fair, fair. Maybe we'll just stick to you calling her Liz or Beth, whichever she prefers. Mrs. Blackburn. How about Miss, Miss Blackburn. How about Miss Blackburn. Ooh, Miss, Miss Blackburn. Blackburn's even better. Yeah, Miss Blackburn. Yeah. So, the less syllables, the better, and alliteration might play in your favor as well. I'll type it out so I don't have to talk. And yes, I'll have Michelle <laughs> proofread it. <laughs> yeah. uh, Unreal. All right. This is a good show, fellas. Well, did you want to talk anything about the Bengals? I know they've had camp. Um, obviously, Joe Burrow had some some struggles. Looks like he's figured it out, though. Uh, he was not taking any flack from whatever reporter asked him today about his defensive struggles. And uh, he, he's like, yeah, but we, we kind of fixed it, so make sure you, you say that, too, or something <laughs> along that line. Uh, just getting a little, little chippy. I like it. I'm going to love that. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I just – I don't know. I don't put a whole lot of stock necessarily into what you see in these like preseason, preseason NFL. I mean, camps. he didn't so, play okay. any preseason games at all last year, and he came yeah, out and, and he was fine. Yeah, like he, like I know we talked about it last week. You know, need to knock off the rust. Yep, knock off the rust. Get it. You know, just get kind of moving and and going in the right direction, and and I, I think he'll be okay. Um, Somebody tweeted that anybody, Chase was going to be number two. Any, literally anybody that has a knee injury like that in sports like they the only the thing that they always say is like after that first hit and you feel like you realize like it's it's back to what it was before like i can trust it i can do what i need to do then you know kind of all bets are off at that point so he'll come around i mean i i'm more interested in in you know seeing these preseason games obviously probably you'll probably just like normal there'll be one where they have the first team out there for, you know, a couple series or a half or whatever, and and then we'll yep. roll into the season and we'll see what we got. But pretty much, yeah, they're not gonna gamble with uh, with no. Joey Burrow too much, or or Joe Mixon or any of their receivers for that matter. Like you just keep running the guys out there; they're gonna be fighting for those last roster spots or practice squad. Run those guys out there as much as you can and, yep. and let the cards fall. Will. See what you got that you can hold back. Maybe throw on a, in a special team spot that you, you know if you get in a pinch, you can use somewhere else. And I do hope that uh, um, the 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 kid who finished as our kicker last year um, with the team that wasn't Bullock, Cybert. Yes. Yeah, Cybert. Yeah, um, he was like I think four for four today. Hit one from like 50, 53, and fifty four. Let's keep that kid kicking. Fantastic. Oh. That way you trade him, get like a seventh round pick for him, and roll with uh, Evan McPherson. <laughs> yeah, I heard that he uh... – oh, what a play. I know. I thought he had just hit that gap. What a play. All right. Reds are going uh, – or is it the bottom of the 10th now? Going into uh, the bottom of the 10th now, yep. I had a question for Chad, and I just forgot. A little lockdown action. Chad may still be here. Who knows? I know. I just can't remember what it was anymore, so it's not worth. Not worth. All right. It's not worth bothering with it. Well, um, after uh, after this week, I think we'll be able to actually talk Bengals game. I'm excited. Um, 
hopefully uh, I'm, I'm able to make it to um, a practice this weekend for the Bearcats. Oh, Chad said he's still here. I see. You just can't. I just can't, you just remember, can't remember what it was. <laughs> COVID fog. Um, and uh, hopefully the Reds pull this one out and figure out a way to, to take this this uh, yeah, road trip. Oh, to I, I remember what it was now. What is hey, it? Well, you know what I've been craving this whole time that I've had COVID? Some G-Funk wings. From, it's not even a question for from Midwest that. Best. No, like, I know, but it's a statement. It it's a statement because he's going to understand like that that craving is really killing me right now because I can't taste them. You just said you could taste well, again. Well, now today I started regaining taste, so I might be able to give it a shot tomorrow. But like over the weekend when I couldn't taste anything, and, and Michelle's like, "What do you want for dinner?" And I was like, "Ah, oh, I want some G Funk wings." It was bad. I'm sorry. I'm hungry. I haven't eaten a lot in the last ten days. Not yet. We'll continue to get better, buddy. Thanks. But make sure you get this podcast posted, like, because it took you like a day <laughs> last week, and that's that's very unlike you. Ed. I crawled out of the of the uh, couch bed thing, the fold out couch, cool. to put that up there for you guys. Leave me alone, because that takes right, some time. Yeah, yeah. I have to download the video first, then I have to pull the audio from the video and the download from YouTube takes a good 30 minutes. And then you have to, it, it takes I understand time it. to good, render. Good job. You did it. You did you it. Did the, you did the Lord's work, Ed. Way to go. And then I had a categories for you guys. Those wings are outstanding. Names. Yes, they are outstanding. If you guys have not had them, you guys should try them. We can meet well, up. Here's there the guy time. that, here's the guy Ed trusts out of the bullpen. So. Yep. Given. He's up. We'll, we'll given. It's plural. So given. But I said, Cool. Said. Well, that was that was another episode of Pardon the Punctuation. As always, I'm Aaron. For Jeff, for COVID, we out. Bye. Ba -dum -ba -dum.